new singles only podcast with the return of our friend Christina Walkinshaw. No voice of reason on this episode, just me and Christina talking about being single. You want to listen to this episode, it's super fun and I loved it. Uh, also, check out our sponsors. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, message us if you've got questions about any guests or have suggestions for future guests. And as always, thank you for listening. All right. You've heard me talk about him before. And uh, if you are new to the podcast, you must know about my friend Scott Shapiro. Uh, If you have been injured on the job and need compensation, you may be entitled to payment for not only your medical treatment, but pay while you're off work and other compensation as well. My dear friend, attorney Scott Shapiro has been helping injured workers for 20 years here in Chicago. Contact him at 312-648-8800 or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. His law office is a full-service law firm, and in addition to workers' compensation cases and work injuries, the law office can handle any and all of your legal needs, including entertainment law. All consultations are initially free of charge, so do not take a chance and wait. Call him, 312-648-8800, or check out his website at scottshapirolegal.com. Let them know we sent you. Hey, guys, I want to tell you about an amazing book called Perfect Pain by my good, good friend, Parm Parastron. You probably heard me talk about it if you've talked to me at all recently, but it's a great, great story about how he lived the American dream on the outside but was dealing with trauma on the inside. And he basically tells you how you can overcome trauma if you're willing to open the darkest doors and really look inside yourself. I highly recommend this book. It's it's such an eye-opener and it's such an amazing story about just it's it's just a great book. You have to have to get it. It's at perfectpain.com or you can get it on Amazon. Again, Perfect Pain by Param Parastron. It's a great great story and it and it's it's uplifting and it's happy and it's deep and it, and it's something that we all should read and it talks about how therapy basically saved his life. And I hope you guys will read it and share it with everybody. Perfectpain.com. It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. On tonight's episode, we have no voice of reason again. And again, it's a guest that we love who is also here when we didn't have a voice of reason. It's like there's no reason to be had. I know. I'm so hardcore single that I'm on the singles only podcast for a second time. You are on, you are, yeah, you're a returning guest, which we've only done seven times. Oh, Christina Walkinshaw. Hi, it's me, Christina and Patty. Yeah, I need you here. Hey, I need to meet Patty. Yeah. I can't believe it's my second time doing and, this. And she happens to be like close by randomly. We're in Los Angeles uh, recording at the main studios at KTLA here. <laughs> sure. No. We'll call my apartment. Sure. That. We'll call it that. Um, <laughs> So yeah, you are so hardcore single that uh, you deserve a second, a second episode. episode. But I feel like I need this. I need this voice of reason, Patty. I, I need to meet her. And yeah, she, right. She's not that reasonable. She's more treasonish. More voice of treason <laughs> is what we call her. Lately. Oh, I've listened to a ton of episodes. Oh, no Don't way. get me wrong. Oh, I, I'm not just a listener. I'm not just a, a guest. Sorry, I'm also long time listener. Long time listener. Yes. Never called in yet. I, I know. I've never called we in. We got some but... calls in here. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> So, Christina, you're still single. Yes. And I and first of all, 
everyone needs to follow you on Instagram. You are the fitness guru. I'm fitness guru. But do, do you know, do you want to know my dirty, uh, my actual motivation behind fitness guru? What is it? It's not very nice. I have to be honest. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> as long as it doesn't involve me. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Okay. So whatever. I've been doing comedy for like 20 years and mostly in Canada. And I know nobody knows who I am. And I'm like... Everyone knows who you are. Well, I don't know. I'm living like the middle class of comedy where I'm not... <laughs> like a broke open micer and I'm not rich and getting trolled out the ass on the internet, but I just like magically have this weird career. That's <laughs> like, I'm on my own path. Right. But I'm okay. Right. Yeah. But sometimes it feels like these days and I didn't have this option when I was starting out. It feels like these days, all you have to do to be a comedian is take a picture of yourself on a stage with a microphone in your hand and voila, you're a comedian. I didn't have that. Uh, when I started in 1999, I had to go and get fed to the dogs and dive mm-hmm. bars in Cornwall, Ontario until I figured out stand-up comedy. And uh, and so Fitness Guru is kind of me being tongue-in-cheek, being like, well, if you're a comedian, I'm a fucking fitness guru. Oh, so you're making <laughs> fun of us to take pictures with the microphone. <laughs> I don't mean I to. I see what's going on here. Uh, it's gonna, it's, We're it's done gonna... here. <laughs> Fastest podcast. So, Where can people so... find out more about your... Oh. Oh, great. Now I sound like a dick. No wonder I'm single. I'm an asshole. Um, no. no. <laughs> so that's just my tongue in cheek thing. Because uh, obviously, I don't know how well you know me, but I'm not a fitness guru at all. I do my best. I go to the gym or yoga like three or four times a week or I hike. But uh, I'm always the worst in class. Uh, I, I do show up. But I'm not particularly uh, skinny for the city, uh, but I'm, I'm hanging in there. Yeah. I'm doing my best. Which, no, you I know what? Bless their hearts. All the, all the new comics, they're hearts. doing that too. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I, I get it. I, I feel like I do the same thing. I went hiking every day. I was here. Um, but the problem I have with staying in shape is I eat like shit. Me too. So I don't cook at home. Yeah. I don't have any food. I eat all my meals out and I eat late at night. Me That's too. The biggest problem. Because I know. I follow your Instagram. Because you can't eat before a show. I, Absolutely I, not. I I already am superstitious that whenever I eat Thai food before a show, I bomb. Thai food? I can't. I think I, the coconut curry, it's my favorite, but I feel like it's weighing me down on stage. But then I always feel like when you do a show... And they have like a free buffet and it's really good food. Yes. And I'm like, is this going to be available after the show? No, and they're like, no. Is. I'm like, I'll just have a little. And then I always I Same. regret it on stage. Same. I know you got a food I get come bloated. on stage. Yeah. I, yeah. Get, I start burping. Like, especially when you start <laughs> yes. like, if you do physical stuff. I'm not a physical comic. But right. it, even if I like bend down also, I'm like, oh, I got to burp. And yeah. I'm in the tunnel. Like, when am I going to do this burp? It's so true. In the, in the line. Yeah. But you're right. But then sometimes the options are eat right now before the show or don't eat at all yeah that's so you had to eat late at night and you go late at night and then they have like great carrot cake at canters so i, I had that after i ate a pastrami sandwich last night after my show but i deserved it because i had a good set but yep. then when you have a bad set you're like i deserve it because i had a bad yep. set so it's pretty much every night you're it's eating so true. You pastrami deserve- and a carrot cake <laughs> you deserve it either way yes um, but we're off topic christina oh yeah we're supposed to be talking about me single. Being single why are you single how is that possible but i love being single yeah i do too i don't like that's that. why we need a voice of reasoning All exactly right. i don't like we're yes anding each other exactly i don't like that people look at a woman my age and they're like oh you're single oh my god how are you single and uh, 40 and still no kids and i'm always just like uh, i don't know just lucky i guess yeah like, i'm genuinely enjoying my life yeah it is hard to it's hard to explain to people that like you don't need to get uh 
you can be happy in your mm-hmm. at 40 or whatever yeah. and be single. Yeah. But you go on dates though. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I hadn't dated in a while. I hadn't had sex in like four months. But then I recently sex had sex. Camel. That's what we call sex camel. You call it a sex camel? Yeah, because like you know, camels spell? can't drink. They don't have, They can go months without water. It's oh, sex yeah. Sex camel. I like it. Well, I was figuring hashtag something along sex the... Hashtag uh, camel. I'm going to be the sex camel. Oh, my God. I like hashtag sex guru. camel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, um, so But here's the months. thing, and I don't know how it is for dudes, but I feel like for women... Like, the longer you go without sex, the more you can kind of sustain. Address you're fine. It, like camels. Yes. But once you have sex, then you're like, damn, that's good. That's fun, yeah. We got to go do that some more. And so then you kind of throw yourself back into the dating world again. But for the most part, I literally find my life uh, more fulfilling working and hanging out with friends and chilling by myself and writing and doing yoga well can't you just have a deal with people that you like this is something i think especially someone like you who's like doesn't want to get married right doesn't want to be in a relationship you are in the driver's seat to be like i just want a guy listen we're gonna have thursdays thursday to tony (laughs) or whatever his name is and just be like we're gonna meet that you don't have to stay over in fact i prefer if you don't or if you do prefer cuddling whatever and just be on your way like you can do that I got a new rule, and I feel like this rule, I, I told it to Jen Murphy, who's my great comedian friend, um, and she agrees with this new rule. And, and, and I made this rule only after many years of figuring out what my favorite romances are in life. But I feel like there were, my new rule is no fucking anyone in LA. No fucking anyone in the city that I live in. Why is that? Because then there's expectations, and then there's questions to ask. What if it's and on then the other side like, of town? I mean, in this town, that's possible. <laughs> never yeah, see someone on the drive that far to get laid. I'd be like, I'm just going to stay home and jill off. Um, <laughs> jill off. Jilling off. Great podcast. Jilling off, my podcast uh, with Jen Murphy. Uh, check it out. It's a lot about not getting laid. Um, anyways, but here's what I love. I love going on vacation, and I love like vacation fling. Yeah. So I like going, and then so I was on a cruise, and I had, I had a fling. I took a lover. And so the first week, we were just friends. And then the second week, we started sleeping together. And it was perfect. And then at the end, it was like, well, you're going to your home, and I'm going back to my home. And that was great. And it was like, I hope our paths cross again Yeah. situation. And uh, an added layer to this fling, which I feel like I should talk about, because I talked about this on your the last time I was on your podcast. Remember my last relationship? I was in the polyamorous, polyamorous relationship. Yeah, of course. But in that relationship, I was the primary. And at first, I thought that that would be the sweet spot. Be like, oh, yeah, being no. number one is the best. But no, so he's in an open relationship because he's on the road so much. Um, and so he has a primary at home. And so I got to be the kind of secondary, the kind of yeah, the other consensual woman. And I got to tell you, I was much more comfortable in that role. Yeah, it's less less expectations. Like less expectation. And, uh, you know, I'm old enough that I've done the whole Oh, I met someone who lives far away on a vacation, and now we're going to try yeah. to make it work. And now let's move move across the country for each other. And I've seen the way that that story's played never out. Never ends well. It never ends well. Never ends well. So it's nice when you like have a little perspective, and you're older, and you're like, well, I know how that story goes. If we got infatuated with each other and kept on communicating, and then it's like, you're coming here, and I'm going there, and I'm going to move here, and I'm going to throw my life away from you, and you're going to throw your life away from me, and then it's going to end in like six weeks. See, like I am the same exact way as you. 
And this is why we do need a voice of reason because I feel the <laughs> same way. But here's, I'm just going to play devil's advocate because I, similarly, I wasn't in a polyamorous relationship, but I had been in relationships where I was the guy who was being, who was, she was cheating on her boyfriend with. But so that's not polyamory. If it's I understand not consensual. that. I understand that. But right. the same concept for my role yeah. in the relationship is the same as your role. Yes. Because yours is less guilt, obviously. Because oh, I definitely zero don't guilt. want the guilt. Because yeah. you don't, there's our, mine is, there's guilt, but I also like that there's no expectations. Yes. And I like the fact that I can be like, well, we're just, this is, I'm the other guy. So you should yeah. talk to Bob or whatever. Right. So there's that similarity in that concept. Yes. But. The flip side, playing devil's advocate, is like, why are we putting ourselves in these situations? Is it because we truly like to be single or are we hiding from something? Look at that deep shit I came up oh, with. Oh, shit. I haven't gotten high since 87. Oh, no. I'm going to have to bust out wine to answer that question. I'm still on the coffee. Uh, I smell like Wait, coffee and tacos. Wait, that's in your coffee? No, it's not. It's coffee in my <laughs> coffee cup, I swear. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to have to get the wine. Like, I said, I need wine now. <laughs> oh, I thought she put wine in Starbucks. I, I, I like, smell like coffee and tacos. That's the official smell I haven't, you girls said in that, LA. But oh. I haven't smelled it yet. Okay, Thank so. Thank God. I don't think I'm hiding from anything. I think I'm or organically or something. who I am. But I've had lots of relationships. Haven't you had relationships? Yeah, I have. I think go between like uh, one month to nine months. Okay, so like my but longest like have been like three years. But oh, at no, the I end of that. two to three years, I always feel like I get a bit of an itch or I know I'm not done being single yet. I'm not saying that maybe like later down the road, I might be able to commit to somebody. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying... As a 20 or 30-something-year-old person, I'm still developing a lot and figuring out who I am. Yeah. And I'm not the same girl I was in my 20s. I'm not even the same girl as I was in my 30s. And so, I don't I'm know. I'm not the same person I was two years ago. Yeah, so why? how could I be with the same person I was with in my 20s or my 30s when I'm not the same person? You should just run this podcast. This is exactly <laughs> what I fucking say every time. Where I tell people that. Because if you get in a relationship, especially people that get married like out of college or their sweet high school sweet, I'm like, how is that possible? Yeah. You have no indiv- individual growth. Like no, you're I know. growing with somebody else who probably doesn't want to grow with you. And, and both both people are going to grow, right? Yeah. So you're going to change and so is your partner. And then I, who knows, maybe you're going to be this beautiful, wonderful relationship where you guys both grow and you both change, but you both change in the same direction. But there's a lot of directions to go in life. Yeah. And there's a good chance you're going to change in very different directions. Absolutely. And, so. and that's this is why the, there's Florida. This is where people go. They go to Florida <laughs> to not change. They're just su- stuck in their uh, lack of growth. Is it funny that the guy I just banged is from Florida? Where in Florida? <laughs> what part of Florida? Don't say that. I won't disclose the exact area. We'll, but it we'll leave a little Ampa? mystery. <laughs> no. <laughs> rhymes with Arizona? No. <laughs> I don't know. No. And I'm like, oh my God, how. <laughs> I just feel lucky that I'm banging people from Florida and I'm not getting murdered. So yeah. I watch or a lot of forensic files. Does he do I a know lot of meth? What was that? Meth is big in Florida too. Um, no, he didn't look very methy. Yeah, so that's good. Deep. But I really like the word methy as an adjective. Methy. So. Yeah, sure, methy. use it. We can. We created uh, all kinds of shit today. But what if you were methy, but then you were on the cruise ship and you were like, well, I guess I better not do meth this week. I gotta hide week. my I'm, meth. Uh, but yeah, maybe you're like, I gotta hide the meth. Maybe he was methy and he just didn't take it on the cruise. Right? Maybe I dodged a bullet. (laughs) That's how we have to start looking at our love lives and our sex lives and our dating lives. Don't look at it as the one that got away. Be like, 
I dodged a bullet. bullet. Like, yeah. We don't know. <laughs> I need to write all this shit down. Usually, so usually it's actually the being recorded right now, Paula. If you did know, everything right and press the right button, I know, but I need it for <laughs> you like don't. notes. You're, usually, I write the notes uh, so I know what to put in the <laughs> summary of what this, we talked about. Are we going to call this episode "Dodged a Bullet"? <laughs> Dodged a bullet, and then we had a hashtag no. earlier. What was yeah. that? Yeah, I already forgot our hashtag. Oh my god, this podcast Fitness is moving too girl. fast. <laughs> Fuck! What was the hashtag? I, I, so when people are listening right now, and they're yelling and we're like relax i know everybody that's listening already remembers everything we've said and we don't because we're on the podcast uh, he's so, writing something dodge the bullet is dodge what i wrote but now i feel bad that i said that because i had the best Roman. that that was the best that fling was perfect and that sex was so good and sex like that wouldn't happen in like a real relationship yeah do you know what i mean that was intense like we only have a week or two together let's make the most of getting to know each other and have fun it was so good. It's great. No, so I talk about the thing that I wanted to create was a uh, what was the word we cre- cre- contractually you would be in every city you have somebody like because oh, you're yeah. on the road and just be like you're gonna be it's oh, like yeah. a mon- contractual monogamy or regional monogamy is the word. Okay, I, I like this. So I, like, I feel like I know a comic in Toronto that <laughs> he's got one in every town. Regional monogamy. Yeah, he's yeah, got a that's like the goal in, in life because I think I got that from baseball players because you go to spring yeah. training and you see all these women throwing themselves as players at players because they want to be like the girl in Cincinnati. When you go to Cincinnati, I'm gonna be your your, yeah. your girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. You, why don't you do that? Like you can have regional monogamy. Be like, hey, I'm going to be at Goonies in Minneapolis. But and what Bob happens? Is there. Okay. And I don't feel like this with every city, but certain cities, I want to go back, but I like the city so much that I still want to meet new people. And oh. for example, New York is that city for me. Yeah. Big cities, no. Yeah, but what like, about like small towns? Maybe small town, yeah. Cause do you New-York, do those small gigs still? I do. I do. I definitely uh, go to a different, like a lot of different cities, but I feel like New York is the only town that I've had. I've had like three good romances in New York. And so as much as it'd be fun to go, like go back to all those guys, if they were single, um, uh, it's always fun to go back and meet new people too. Hmm. Right? Yeah, in big the cities. The world is very... Um, but when you're, like, in, when you're in, like, in like fucking Nebraska, you're not going to meet more than one normal person there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Paul just threw Nebraska hashtag under Nebraska. the bus. I'll be in Omaha hashtag, next week if hashtag, you want to check it out. Hashtag Omaha under the bus. <laughs> I've been to <laughs> Omaha. I performed the Funny Bone there, and I loved it. <laughs> funny Bone. Catch me at Funny Bone next Wednesday. If you had a problem with what I said, Lincoln, <laughs> Nebraska, I'm looking at you. No. But you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. you're not going to find someone that you have a lot in common with in those small towns yeah that's true and, and, and if you find a cool person in a city yeah. like that like you should you'd want to hang out with them more and grow with that person when you're in once or twice but, a year in lincoln nebraska but then i do feel like you have to be uh cautious of the fact that somebody like that in a small town yeah they might have been single the first time you met them but the, the second time you go back to right. the city they might not be single anymore right if they're not single then obviously it's yeah. over but yeah. you don't have to be careful you, you it's social media now will tell you that's very true that's you very see true. Him with like six girl pictures of the same person in three Instagram pictures like all right it's over and has that ever happened to you where you made a connection with somebody but you like 100%. them 100% and then you go back to the city and you get all excited that you're gonna have that same kind of sex that you had the first time but then mm-hmm. they're in a relationship yeah. the second time yeah I have and then all, you're like oh. or they're married yeah I've had that. <laughs> yeah oh I, I had that before I did comedy I would go to a, t- a city and I had a, a girl that was like my we used to just had great times when I go to that city a lot yeah and then uh, she got like married Oh, like, I think it just happened two days ago, so it's in my fresh in my head. See, I feel I'm like, like oh, that's weird. My big burn on that game 
would have been like mid 2000s. So like we're talking like pre MySpace, like maybe 2004. There was MySpace in two thousand middle 2000s. Yeah, I mean, there was MySpace actually because I was friends with him on MySpace. But I definitely, you know, we weren't as actively, we didn't have smartphones. We weren't sure. playing on the stuff all the time. And so I had had a really good fling in New York, right? And it was so, like it was great. I mean, the first night I was still young enough that I got ashamed when I had a one night stand. And so then the next night he was like, do you want to hang out? Can I take you out for dinner? And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, no, 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 I can't. Like, uh, uh. But then I went out in New York with my friend. And then, you know, we met all these other guys and nobody but in your was head, as you were great still thinking about- as him. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that guy was so great. Why am I not giving him a second yeah. night on my very brief trip here? And so then the last night I went out with him again. And it was like the most so you didn't go out with him night. the middle night. The middle night I, I took off. In fact, I think I took off two nights because I was probably doing a show one night. But- Anyways, I took a couple nights off, but then I was like, no, that guy was the best. Why am I so embarrassed about that one night stand? So you went to a payphone. So then, no, I actually might have gone to a payphone. Or maybe I had like a cell phone that was like pay as you go minutes. Like it was, it was the dirty early years of comedy. Yeah, yeah. If there had been social media, I, I would be the kind of comic that was just a comic with a profile picture <laughs> with a mic in front of me. <laughs> hashtag fitness guru. Hashtag fitness. Now, hashtag? My, now I've evolved and I'm, I've branded myself as a fitness guru. But anyways, so I have this romance with this guy. And then like the last night that we have like all these like great sex all night. And it, it like it runs into the morning so hardcore where I have to like run out of his apartment at like five in the morning to go back to my apartment and get, you know, my suitcase and get to the airport to barely make my flight. Like it was... It was one of that where I didn't like, want to leave. A nonstop sex? Yeah. Well, I mean, first we went out Who the whole night. What, how old is this guy? Was there Viagra back then? <laughs> no. We were in our early 20s. Yeah. <laughs> His sexual peak, not mine. But um, <laughs> Even in my 20s, though, I couldn't do that. That's how a old lot are we? We must have been late 25. Um, but it okay. was really intense. It was great. So anyways, so then I decide, I guess it was maybe about a year later, that I want to go back to New York for like new year's eve and i am so excited to see this guy and i text him or whatever and he's like okay i'll bring out my friend because you're with your friend and i bring out my friend sarah and so the four of us all go out and i'm so excited and he waits to like legitimately like a good four or five drinks in like we've been to a few bars we're on a bar crawl and then he's finally like i have to tell you something and i was like what and he goes I have a girlfriend. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, I wish you fucking told me that before I got four on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what oh, I mean? No. Or at least before the four drinks. Yeah. Because then at that point, guess what happened? I what? cried. Oh, no. I was like, oh, I felt so stupid. I came back to New York for New Year's to sleep with this guy. You brought to, your friend Sarah Silverman. Recreate yeah. my friend Sarah Silverman. She met, her <laughs> friend was Jill, Jim Kim, Jimmy Kimmel. And then- I mean, we were just out with Sarah and Jimmy for the night. But and then I you start crying at a bar. Crying. Oh, I no. ran out of the bar. And again, we're not like. Did big. he see you crying, or did you like go? I'll be right back. I think I said I'll be right back, and then I think I ran out of the bar, and then I feel like Sarah had to come find me. It was so heartbreaking. But now what's funny is like now that I'm older, right now it's like 15 years yeah. later. Now I can go have that same kind of intense vacation fling, but not make that tragic error. Of like going back for more of it. Do you know what I mean? Like now Leave on a high note. Like, yeah, you're like, oh, you know, I know how that story ends now. <laughs> like that story ends, like can't, it can't end with me going with back an for ugly more. cry, yeah. <laughs> with ugly another, cry to bar I'm going to come back Sarah to your Silverman. city and like, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> 
I want to take this time to welcome a new member to the family at Singles Only Podcast, Hopsmith Tavern, located at 15 West Division in the heart of the Gold Coast area in Chicago. Hopsmith is an upscale sports bar that has great, great food, an amazing staff, 25 TVs, and 30 beers on tap. Please check them out when you are in Chicago or online at hopsmithchicago.com or at hopsmithchicago on their Instagram page. Also check out their Nashville location at 1903 Division Street, hopsmithchicago.com and Hopsmith Nashville. They are part of the Big Onion Tavern Group, which you might know from their other locations like Fat Poor and also the Irish Oak. Please check them out and hey, tell them that you listen to Singles Only and you will get 10% off of your complete bill. Don't believe me? Try it. Check them out, Hopsmith Tavern. 15 West Division in the heart of the Gold Coast. What will be different now is unlike the MySpace era, you will be able to like prepare yourself by looking on his page to be like, all right, right, is he still in is he Facebook official or whatever or with a girl or right. or is like has he been like quiet, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, it's funny because with the with the poly guy that I just hooked up with, so we have each other on Instagram. And poly then, guy is the this is cruise the new one. one, the cruise guy. So it's Methy. funny. Uh, he's not Methy, I swear. <laughs> okay, we have to specify this when we're talking about men from Florida. Okay, um, not Methy, Florida guy. You know when you add somebody on Instagram, and then when you're on Facebook, and I took Facebook off my phone, so I really don't partake oh, in Facebook a, good move. a lot. Oh yeah, it was. I, I want to live my life. But um, if I'm at home, I'll open Facebook, right? And then he'll always pop up as like somebody you might know, somebody you want, might want to add as oh, a friend. Yeah. However, I think that in my position, it's smarter just to have him on Instagram. Because if I have him on Facebook, I'll be able to see when his girlfriend tags him. Does that make sense? So I'll be able to see all these things with other people tagging him. Right. Which maybe... As as much as I'm fine with it, but maybe I don't need to see that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. You don't want. You don't need. It's like throwing your face in. Throwing throwing it in yeah. your face. So yeah. So I like having him on Instagram. He doesn't seem very active on Instagram anyway. So it's like an easy place for the me to like announce right will him. Be there, yeah. But yeah, and anytime he posts something, it's fine. I'll of course I'm gonna like it. I'm very supportive. Um, he's very cute. <laughs> he's a lovely human being, and it was so fun. But yeah, I feel like you're smarter maybe not to add those people on Facebook and just to have them on Instagram because you don't see it, the other people's the other half. Well, some people are inactive on Facebook either too. So That's maybe true. he's like I'm getting be- very inactive on Facebook, but I'll link things if I post something on Twitter or not Twitter, but Instagram. I thought you said on I'll LinkedIn. It- I'm on LinkedIn with him. <laughs> I congratulated him on his one year anniversary and whatever <laughs> job he had. Who does that? I do that. I do that. You should add me on LinkedIn. <laughs> Are you on LinkedIn? Uh, cool. Somewhere. I, think I it- use it. It's a, it's a good marketing tool. Well, that's smart. <laughs> yeah. It, but they hit me up all the time. Like, do you want more clients? I'm like, I don't practice law anymore. Clients? <laughs> yeah, oh, was, yeah, that's yeah, right. Like, oh, that's then they right. Get, they're like, what do you mean? You're retiring? I'm like, ugh. Oh, yeah. on, but I, then I'm like, follow me on Instagram and you can find out <laughs> and then I get followers. Win-win. And then I'm going to have my own fitness guru page. Oh my God. I can't wait for you to be a fitness guru. I'm going to be the new fitness guru. You can do anything you want with the power of marketing on the internet now. You can Absolutely. brand yourself as whatever you want. I'm a date coach now. Oh my I God. Can we please coach. be dating coaches? Well, I, I this podcast has become hashtag date coach when I say we have a new episode. Yeah. But then real date coaches like yeah. friend me on there and they're like, and they're like, oh, he's a competition. But if they listen yeah. to an episode, they're like, Oh, this guy's 
oh, this is if people hear the truth, dude, we're I got, never gonna get any business. Exactly. I got real fitness gurus now adding me and like, hey, do you want to come to our gym? I'm like, <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. I'm you not a real even, fitness guru. <laughs> did you see me eating a donut? Exactly. Yeah. I'm no. 160 pounds and I drink every night and I love salami. I'm not a fitness guru. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the date coach thing is even better because then they, we, they don't, if they listen to this episode, because yeah. we're preaching truth. This is yeah. like, we're ahead of our time. People need to know that it's okay to be single and it quite, it's actually quite peaceful. And you're in 40 and above. That's yeah. the way to go. Yeah. It's yeah. actually great. And I have so many friends in relationships and when I hang out with them, we're usually just talking about the struggles within that relationship. Which they I get still, it. Relationships are a lot of work. Yeah. That's the thing. Do you still go out with... So like my friends, when they get married and have kids, I don't see them anymore. Does yeah. that happen to you? Um, I feel like I'm at an age now where my friends are... Like I, I actually just hung out with my friend that has two kids right now, like right before I met you. And I was saying... And I, I don't mean to be like brag or make you or whatever here. But I kind of like my role in their lives. Like I feel like they have a lot of friends... You go and you leave. ...that have... Yeah, I feel like a lot of my girlfriends with children, they have a lot of other friends with children. And so they know that they can't call those friends when they have like two hours to kill. Yeah. Those girls can't go out. But all my friends, when they need a little release time or they need a little adult time, they need a little chat, I really need to chat, or they need a margarita, they know they can call me. You're and a kinda, fun friend. Yeah, and I kind of like... real friend. I kind of like playing that role in their lives. I'm like, I like that you can just call me on a... What is it? Thursday? Okay, great. Uh, it's good that I knew that. Uh, a Thursday afternoon, I'm being like, I want to go for a drink at 3.15 at Nima Marcus and have a peach martini. And I was like, well, I'm not doing peach martinis. <laughs> I'm not doing Nima Marcus because uh, I'm not that kind of woman. But if you want to go to Mexicali and have a tacos, quesadilla, and margaritas, chips and salsa and a margarita, oh happy hour, I'm there. And then she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I kind of like, I like, uh, I don't know. It's kind of an, it's, it's a cool role to play in somebody's life. Yeah lives too right i don't know what my role is in my friends my like my my friends that i had is that are married with kids I, yeah i don't think they call me i feel like they all go out without me a lot oh no see i feel invited. like but no. i don't know if i want to be there anyway because it's just like them talking about their I mean, gardening and stuff exactly i'm probably not going to a lot of the family oriented uh functions but whenever they can take a little breather and just get out and kind of be like fun stuff yeah kind of like a normal Let's pretend you were single again for two hours, kind of uh, afternoon or evening. Uh, I feel like that's the time that I spend with did them, people, and I feel like they love that. When you guys like, were in Mexicali, did people send you tacos? Like these, give those two ladies some tacos. No, but they're really swift with uh, chips and salsa. There, they just like keep refilling, keep refilling, and uh, yeah. And I only had a drink and a half because I knew I was doing this podcast. Well, so. last time we did the podcast, we did it like I'm after the sure show. Was, we were, you were. I'm drunk. pretty sure yeah. I was in the bag. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. It was fun. Uh, it was our longest podcast ever. Oh, oopsies. I know that was a long one. No, it's great. It's still like people love it. I mean, You're I... You're a celebrity on the Singles I have Only listened tour. to a lot of your episodes and I love them. Yeah, thank you. It's a fun little thing. No, it's great. You could take it over. You can be the Singles Only West Coast side. I mean, I You're like do, the male, the female version of me. but I like am female better. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm the male, male Christina. Oh my God, I like that. American. You're, can, you're the Canadian. The Canadian. Canadian, yeah. Paul. You're I more know. Canadian than female. You would think if anybody <laughs> wanted a relationship, it'd be some Canadian bitch looking for an American green card. But alas, I'm still like, no. Nah, you're American though, right? I'll work for my papers. It's fine. Oh you no, have, I have a 01. I'm an extraordinary alien. What's 01? 
Um, you can is Google it legal? It. Are you allowed to talk about yes, this? Yes, stuff? yes, yes. I'm illegal. You, you, you can Google it. The government is listening to our podcast. I hope so. We're Tell huge. them I say hi. We're huge um. in Washington. <laughs> the DC uh, Republicans. I know you guys built the wall on the wrong side. Uh, I'm in. Um, uh, no, I'm, I'm in, uh, I have an O1 visa, so it's for uh, people with extraordinary abilities. And my extraordinary ability is clearly being a fitness guru. Yeah. So I've seen that. I've seen that. So. What now that you've had you said you do the four month dry oh, yeah. spell? So, so yeah, now, I had my dry spell, but then I had that sex. So then now I, you're I, like I on do, the prowl again. So then I came home and I was like, oh shit. Now, yeah, now I've reopened the dating apps. So now, but I've only okay, I went on a hinge date on Sunday. Hinge is the thing now. Hinge is good. I feel like a bumble, the last bumble date I went on it was a while ago and it was here in LA and it was definitely like. Oh, the guy, like the second you don't want to fuck him on the first date, he's like very snippy with you the next day. How does that come up? How does he know? Um, You're back well, in this a, place. Well, A, when I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to go home with you after the first date. Right. But it wasn't sold. Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh, there's potential here, maybe, but I wasn't sure but I wanted he, to sleep with him. But then he screwed him, himself over by being... So then, but I am like, I think I said this on your last podcast, but I'm kind of one of these girls that like, and it's going to sound so game-like, which I don't mean to be, but it, I, it's just a behavior I kind of like to see. I like to see that a guy can take a no, and then I'll probably give him the yes. But if he's going to be a little bitch, I mean, like, this, if I say no, they'd yeah. like freak out or be an asshole afterwards, then I'm like, well... Dodge the bullet. Dodge the bullet. Dodge the bullet. We're but right if you take back. a no, and then the next day you're still texting and you're cool, I'm like, oh yeah, see, I'd He's bang a cool you now. Guy. Yeah. So sometimes it's like, I mean, there's no shame in the in the one night stand. I just say I, I'm definitely freer to do that when I'm on vacation or if, when I'm on the road because then I know time is precious. But if it's in this city and I, you know, what do you mean? This are you afraid that you're going to see them again or something? Well, yeah, that could happen in the city you live in, or you could a huge city run into each other. Well, not even just run into each other, but the access you have to somebody in the city that you live in, yeah, is obviously much more than somebody that lives in Florida. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, sure. But I'm not scared that the Florida guy is going to be like, hey, I'm around the corner. Can, we, can I come over? But like the guy who lives in, you know, Valley Village could. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but what what's the, what's the what's the downside of that? If he contacts you, you have the option of saying, yeah, come over or B, yes. don't respond. Yes. I mean, that's true. So uh, there's no baby, negative side. Yeah. No, that's true. So the hinge date, though, went okay? The Sunday date went good, but here's when I went where where I started to get uncomfortable. I already felt like it was going to be a, like a, it was a fun day. We totally got along, like for sure. Um, and I I feel like there was enough groundwork where we knew we weren't going to sleep together because On the first it was day. yeah because he has like a ball breaking female boss and I was like I love this so much. Yeah, what does that have to do with that? Because he couldn't be fucked up on Monday at work. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, but I was super excited. I was like, I don't know who this boss is, but I love her already. Um, and so, but then what's, so then I, that, that's great, right? So then I feel like less pressure. It was really fun. It was Cinco de Mayo. Oh, and we go right, to this yeah. like dive bar, E-Rustic Inn in Los Feliz, Los Feliz or whatever people want to call it. Um, <laughs> I don't pronounce everything right. I'm at that point in my life where I'm like getting in my mom years where I mispronounce things. But um, anyways, but then, so here's what happened. Then he starts making out with me in the bar at 6 p.m., you wow. can't. A, I'm already not into PDA. I'm but not PDA at, all. at 6 p.m. Oh, oh no! On the Lord's Day. Oh, I look like a hot mess. I got so. I was so like, you got into it though. You were. You no, didn't, I didn't. You pushed them away. Yeah, that's when I was like, oh, I don't like all this PDA. It's oh. not that I, so I like, don't want to make out. 
No, but then it was like, it, it just like the date kind of came to a screeching halt after the PDA. Oh, wow. Was he an older dude? Uh, no, no, no. He was like around my age, maybe a couple years older. I can't see it. Why would a guy do that? That's really. I don't know. I guess it just have the moves, Paul. I don't know what to tell you. The men, they just can't resist. Oh, I see what you're <laughs> saying. I see where you went with that, Christina. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So I would never be this confident unless I didn't have that margarita and a half. <laughs> Also, he just had this this amazing week of sex on the love boat. So. I know, and that's another thing I will say. Like you have a, a you have a you have a glow for sure, <laughs> and it's not alcohol egg? related. Yeah, I could see. This it. you like, keep pointing at my coffee like it's alcohol. <laughs> I swear to God, do you wanna, it is coffee. It's a black coffee. I swear. I, it is a Starbucks cup. Yeah, yeah. But I thought you like put wine in it, like you're hiding your alcohol. Like it's your house. You can do what oh you my want. God, I totally would pour, pour wine, but I swear. Now I'm gonna open it up. Look. Like, smell it. It's coffee. Black wine. Yeah. You see where I'm at, listeners? I had to prove to Paul that I'm drinking coffee <laughs> so, out of a coffee mug. So the guy does the PD. Has that happened before where guys like do that? Like, I just, I would, ne- first of all, number you one, mean, I never kiss people in public, I even if I'm dating them. Feel like, I feel like on a first date, the kiss should be the last thing that happens. Yeah. Like, that's your goodbye. Yeah. Like, did he kiss you goodnight? Did he kiss you goodbye? But like, not in the bar at 6 p.m. I felt really uncomfortable. Aww. I know. But, but I will say, like, having sex did raise my confidence. I feel like I'm, like, my self-esteem's up and down, you, you know, just glow. like any chick. But, um, but yeah, then after I had that romance, I was like, hey, I think I might actually be cute. <laughs> I feel yeah, good. but you're, you are cute, first of all, and you're hilarious. So you have a great personality. So it's like, <laughs> you're like the, you're like the complete package. But my question to you is, you have this, you've had this, so when you are sex cameling and you come out of sex cameling, yeah. what I've heard from women is then you're like, I need to have sex all the time. Yes, that's very When you're true. not having it, you don't, you don't notice it. I mean, I still jill off all the time. Chill off. I just yes. pointed at my vibrators like they were on display, which they're, they're on not. display. But the maid was here yesterday and I realized I didn't hide any of them. There's only really two that you really notice, but it was like, oh shit. So, but, so what's going to happen now that you need to have this. I mean, jilling off is one thing, but then yeah. you still have to have the sex. I know. Where am I at right now? So, what about the, the hinge guy? Is he going to get a second date? Yeah, I I probably go out with him again. So um, you can you guys like, sixty nine like, or something on the I second feel like, date? Oh, nobody likes sixty nineing, Paul. Are you kidding me? Yes. No, I'm this not. This meeting is over. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Do you want to hear my argument on sixty nine? I think it's the greatest thing in the. I'd rather sixty nine than have sex no. sometimes. Okay. I can't relax enough to that's the have my orgasm. Oh, that's different. Um, when I'm focusing on yours, I I'm happy to like you know give blowies, but I need to like one thing at a time. I can relax to enjoy getting mine, or I can focus and give you yours. But I find when both are happening at the same time, it's very distracting. Oh, I'm a big it's fan. Something. I think it's a great thing, yeah. and also it's it's efficient. Think about how much time you save. But is it if the girl's not really coming? <laughs> well, if you, that's your, that's you for you, yeah. But for other people, I don't think it's an issue. I mean, maybe. I, I've heard that though. Yeah, I find I find it just a little. But it's twice as fast. I mean, think about that. Like you save at least seven minutes of time. I know, but I, do you know I'm how many episodes you. of 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 uh, I feel like Alf so- you could watch? I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. Can't believe you're still watching Elf. I, I I'm forcing myself to watch every episode. Or that you're just still using that as a reference. <laughs> it's, a, it's in the. How background. long have you been doing comedy for? <laughs> it's in the background when you're. Have uh, you been doing comedy for twenty years too? Yes, no. thirty years. I wish if I did, it would, my life would be. I could be my own hashtag. You're a veteran. Sex camel or date coach. <laughs> um, no, but I feel like uh, no, because it's in the background while I'm 69. I'm like, oh, we could watch Rust <laughs> of Elf <laughs> or uh, Barney Miller. I'm a big fan of Barney Miller. Oh, yeah, Miller. Barney Miller. 
How old are you? Um, your age, a little older than you. Okay. But I, 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 no, people could tell what those references. I didn't watch. No, no, no. I didn't watch. <laughs> I watched Elf as a kid. Yeah, me too. But Barney Miller was before my time. Oh yeah. But now I don't have. I'm one of the only people who doesn't have Netflix or anything. So I have cable, and I record yeah. all these things on the on Me TV. I think it is mm-hmm. all those like Mork and Mindy um, shows well, that don't hold up. But Barney Miller no, holds I love up. It. No, I love it. It's I, such a good show. I think it's I, cool. I didn't. I was too young to. I remember it would come on like late at night when I was like probably like six or seven. But yeah. um, I vaguely remember it. But you're right. It, might have it been was a little from seventy. It's from yeah. It started before we were before we were born, but it went to like eighty three, I think. Yeah. Eighty two. So yeah. Hmm. Wow. Well, we just went from talking about 69ing to Barney Miller, so... <laughs> That's how I, t- I measure time, because then I can watch the rest of the episode. <laughs> 69 will be done. We don't have time for sex. So you came, true. I came, it's over. <laughs> That's how it works. Okay, so you're not going to 69 the hinge dude. No, but then I made another hinge date for today at lunch. Uh, Did you then, go? No, well, he, he felt very bad. He's like, this wasn't a brush off. Uh, but what's funny is I already kind of didn't want to go on that date. Yeah, today. those are the best when people cancel on you. I know. You want to cancel? Already. I love it when they cancel. But I mean, I gave him a lunch date, so you knew I wasn't like super on board in the first so, place. Lunch date is the best way to start, anyway. Yeah, so it would have been fine, and I was like, it was fine. And then I had a weird morning where I like, I randomly woke up at seven a.m. for like no reason. Is that happening Ew. when you get older? No. Or just like wake up early for no reason. I don't go to sleep till I, I fall. I don't fall asleep sometimes till seven in the morning. Oh shit! That's even worse. Oh yeah. yeah, no. I think I was in bed by like twelve thirty. But then I woke up and then I was gonna go to like a cardio bar, bar class and then Fitness I didn't school. go and then I went back to sleep at like nine and then I didn't wake up till like ten. No, sorry, eleven twenty. And then I was like, oh shit, this date's at twelve thirty. And so then I confirmed. I don't like giving people my phone number until yeah, I don't after do I meet them. So then I went back on the app and I messaged him. I was like, oh, just confirming 1230. And he goes, oh my God, I had this work thing and blah, blah, blah. And I can't. And I, I swear to God, I really want to meet you. And I was like, no, dude, it's good. So you rescheduled. Yeah. And Is then, it tomorrow? No, I said for him to message me next week. You should take him back to the place where you had the PDA with Cinco de Mayo. Oh and just be <laughs> like, that'll be your spot. So they see the you best. every time they're like, she's back. I had that in Toronto where I kept on taking guys to Hemingway. It's the same bar. It's a good way for then you can see how they like you let them exactly. judge. Yeah. Then the bartender's like, mm, I liked yesterday's guy better. There was a bar in Chicago and I used to drink a lot. And uh, I'd go there all the time. And I, I would be, it's Marquee Lounge. It's a diet, it was a bar by my house. But I used to go there on all my dates or like after shows. This is before I did comedy. When I was a musician, I'd go there to like close the deal, like have a drink with them and see if I like them and yeah. see if they come back. But then um, um, it became such a, then those girls started liking the place and they started going there on their own. So I'd have to call them and be like, hey, is Veronica there? Oh, no. Like, yeah. I'm like, fuck. So oh, I'd have to no. go to a different bar. Yeah. That's but you can. Of- that's kind of stalkery, though. That if she knows that that's yeah. your local, but it's also and then everyone, she's going to keep hanging out at that bar. It was. It's just a cool bar. Uh, okay. Go to Marquee Lounge at Alston. Like I'm. Sp- they're our sponsor. Go. No, I love not, Chicago. It's not our sponsor, but uh, I was. Yeah, it's a great bar because it's like in Lincoln Park is a very young area. Yeah. But, is that um, where you live? That's where I live. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I wasn't far from Zanies. Right? Yeah, it's close to Zanies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old Town and those places are young, so it's hard to find a bar that has like all ages and like plays, yeah. has a great jukebox and like good drinks like yeah they're just strong drinks and well, that's why i like bartenders. the valley and i like toluca lake because yeah. i feel like the dive bars in the valley are 
cool and it got a solid age range. And for sure, Toluca Lake, like if you go out in happy hour, it's all like people working at the studios. I don't know and, what any of this stuff oh, means. Anyways, I just cool. learned what Lake Hollywood was. Yeah, I live in Lake Hollywood. Nobody knows where it is. I, I didn't know. Like I was like, there's a lake here? I know. Whoa. I know. It's mysterious. It's very central, yet nobody knows where it is. Okay, so let's get back on topic here. Okay. You're, do you have another cruise planned or another I do but my next one's not for a few months so is it gonna be a r- romance on that one i don't know we'll see what happens mm. i mean i like the way that we ended our, our romance right because it was like well uh, you know it was like a uh, he asked me to send him like the pictures of us and i was like well you want evidence very cool and then <laughs> and then he was just like oh i really hope our, pa- our paths cross again do you guys like, yeah, don't man, talk on a reg then not really like that was kind of it and i feel like that was a, a sweet ending see that's weird to me i would i would want to keep talking to that person i don't know i'm like like things that would remind you of stuff like if you guys went to a candle me, store and i'm you're telling like, you i feel like i would i would trust me there's moments where i, I want to text him and be like oh like this made me think of you or something like you, and know, you don't do or hot and happy. no because he has a girlfriend i don't feel comfortable keeping up the communication but they're open i know but i'm still like a i'm still kind of it's still what about so if you fresh email it? it's still so fresh that i'm like there still could be a moment where she wants to communicate with me or maybe she wants to reach out and be like, hey, you know what I mean? Like, which I'm fine. And I told him, I was like, if she w- wants to communicate with me or know who I am, it's fine. Like, I'm kind of... what? She's going to communicate with you? Why? Because they're in an open relationship and sometimes that's how it works. Sometimes the girls want to... They, cu- they want to know who the other yes. person is? Yes. Oh, I wouldn't want to know that. See, that's the thing. I'm like you and I'm kind of hoping she doesn't want the communication. I'm being a bit of a coward here, but... But if she does, I'll, of course, I'll be like super nice and pop, great. Yeah, I don't. I'm, but that could. So that's why, in a weird way, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of fine with the 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 kind of open ended uh, ending. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, I hope maybe I run into you again, or we meet again on another cruise, and this happens again. But I don't yeah, know if I want to keep up the communication. I think right. this polyamory. Maybe I'm too old school. And for I'm that. still so new at this poly stuff, and I'm a bit of a baby with it. it. Yeah. So I like the just like dating multiple people. Yeah. Because then it's like if he's texting this other girl all the time, do you know what I mean? I don't want to be that girl either. I don't want to like monopolize his time. I want him to actually focus on his girlfriend. (sighs) Do you really want him to? Yes, of course. Uh, What if they really want traditional things? They don't want traditional things. I guess not, actually. (laughs) What if she does? We don't know. Oh my god, I don't know enough about her. Clusterfuck. I would not want to get involved. But that's what I'm saying. I like, I like the self-contained romance. I like going away. It was great, and then I go home, and then that's it. But my version is better. It's regional contractual obligation. Exactly. But are you saying that you need to keep up like talking to somebody every day? No. But when you're in town, so this is what how it works. I'm working out the kinks, but I have it worked out because I brought it up enough. I do like to like. As a lawyer, I can think Regional. of all the possibilities <laughs> of where litigation is going to come, where there's going to be conflicts. Yeah. So <laughs> the first issue is when you're like, let's say uh, you and I were in one. So when you come to Chicago, then you're priority. Unless I'm in a relationship or you're in a relationship. Right. But if we're both single, yes. then you're, I'm the Chicago boyfriend. Yes. And I and feel like I, I have romances to, like this. That's what you yes, should. It's I like the, it. Be, it's better than this polyamory. I got a Maui boyfriend for sure. And yeah. anytime I go to Maui and he's single and I'm single, then we're, we, you know, do it for a week or whatever but it's not just doing like you as a comic you're in a city and you don't have anything to do and you want to go you don't want to eat all your i do like to eat by myself a lot but like you want to have someone to like do shit with Mm -hmm. when you're in town and that's like your no totally like on the cruise ship i felt like that guy was my boyfriend for a week lincoln nebraska dinners and hanging out and working together it was great and the same with maui boyfriend anytime i go to maui 
We're both single. We're we're hanging out every day. But you can do this in all these cities and just yeah. have the dude. And it's not even about the sex or the 69ing in your case because you love 69 <laughs> But I'm just saying like you have someone to hang out with in that city yeah. and like be like, hey, I want to go check out the uh, Clinton Museum in Arkansas. You have someone to go with. Right. I mean, maybe I'll send him a message maybe in like a week. It's still quite fresh. It's yeah. only like two weeks old. So it's not like... The communication's really, di- you know, I could see him watching an Instagram story or whatever. So it's like, well, okay. So we're still, we're still looking or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. Um, I'm going to start this whole regional contractual thing. It's better I than, really do like this. It's better than your polyamory thing because, yeah. and then I can, then I could have a hashtag where it's just called like uh, f- dating guru or whatever, <laughs> but it's going to be like regional, con- whatever the regional contractual, contractual monogamy, RGM. RGM. It's like a new. I'm gonna be a fucking cult dude. I do think it's good. Though. RGM. Like I would like a boyfriend. I feel like I feel like maybe I have a boyfriend in Toronto. I got a boyfriend in Maui. And I got a boyfriend in Florida. I do like it a lot. It's CRM. Good. Maybe contractual. No regional contractual monogamy. Regional yeah. contractual monogamy. So and then think about RCM. all these yeah. cities you go to. You can have things. Not New York because yeah. clearly it's too hard. For New you. York is just too exciting. Too, there's too, too many. There's still t- so much new D to discover. But Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> Although, can I tell you this? This is kind of sad though. So I got to New York really late when I was about to board the escape. And because I like New York so much, I was like, I didn't care. I got in late, like 11.30 p.m. And I was like, oh, it's New York. Last call's at four. I'm going out. And I spent like $80 on an Uber. And went so into the expensive. city? No, I didn't even go. No, because it was going to be like 85 or something to get into Manhattan. So then I ended up going to Astoria because it was cheaper. And then I went out to this bar in Astoria that – I just like looked up on Yelp and it looked like a nice like Irish pub during the day but in the night it was terrifying and it was like a nightclub and it was I, I just I've never felt like a bigger loser I'm like oh, I just spent $50 going to an like just to spend for four hours and I like had a beer and then I went to another bar but then a guy actually bought me a beer then I went for a slice of pizza at least oh, the slice good. of pizza was like I feel like the pizza was worth the price of the Uber. Yeah, you were in the Big Apple is what they call it. Yeah, but then I also am at the age where I should not be going out to meet men at midnight. Like, But what would you have done anyway? Like, it'd be like I know, you could, I couldn't have done anything. I had to be on the ship by like 11 a.m. the next day. But I feel like the hours for a girl my age to go out and like socialize with men are after work. Like yeah. I should be going to the bar at like 5 p.m., 6 p.m. I know, but I hate that. After work, day crowd. is shot if you start drinking. For me, I can't. I, can't but I wouldn't drink it. all night. I'd yeah. still only have like a couple drinks, yeah. right? So mm. you do like that kind of happy hour shift and then you call it. Then I come mm. home and I drink tea and I, you know, write and watch TV. Or wine in a Starbucks cup. I swear to God, it's coffee, Paul. <laughs> We're going to have to take a picture with it. But see, yeah, like if you're on a time, this is the thing. But that's the, those are the hours I should be drinking, not late at night. I shouldn't be drinking at midnight anymore. I'm fucking 40. But I mean, unless I'm at home with a charcuterie board alone. But but, but not, if you're drinking not, after a show, like I, I don't be, drink before my shows. I no, drink after a show. So. I know. Well, then that makes sense. But on an off day, I feel like the good hours to go out as a single chick or like after work because yeah. then people are well, coherent and if you start drinking at midnight after your shows <laughs> and you know you gotta get to bed by two you wanna save time 69 look at that fucking <laughs> I'll never come <laughs> just so you know I'll never I'll never relax enough uh, I'll be too focused well that's why you dodged the bullet <laughs> Christina we are out of time we went over again we, we always have no go over fucking, time we have no there's discipline. no voice of reason and 
Patty, we need you here. That's it. We, we need, need a voice of reason. That's We're what happened. Two pro single people. Pro, so yeah, it's just like yes anding everything. I know. Yeah, like, it's true. And this could be better. And then we can make a contractual monogamy, but polyamory at the same time. I love it. I'm yeah. telling you, you're on to something. I'm super like on board. RCM. I'm going to start it. I'm going to write a fucking... Didn't that guy write the book about polyamory? The one that you talked about last time? I read The Ethical Slut. Ethical Slut, yeah. uh, It was written by two women. Two women. So I'm going to... You and I are going to write RCM. I will totally write that book with you. I Lesson think. number one. Yeah. Like, oh my God. And you could tell the story about the MySpace, the the, the New Year's <laughs> Eve. Do you want to? Like, the commercial will be. To, do you want to cry alone in a bar? The after a guy tells you he has a girlfriend. The commercial. We'll do a. Fu- we'll do a commercial <laughs> yeah. where you're like, "Are you tired of this?" And then it'll be you reenacting <laughs> that situation. You're at a payphone calling him, and like, and then oh. like, we've got the answer for you, and then. <laughs> And then I come in a, a lawsuit. It's like a law, law lawyer commercial. They're like RCM, and then we create the contracts for them too. Yes, I oh like my it. God, but I it's just gonna get awkward when the contract has to be broken when somebody gets into it's a not relationship. Bro- it's not broke. It's just not active. Okay, it can be just, inactive and activated. Yeah, I do like it. It's it, that's RCM. my favorite kind of romance. Oh, do you ever go back to? Oh no, sorry, it's over. No, go ahead. What were you saying? No, I was gonna say. But have you ever? Tried to recreate a moment like that all, all the time, and then it's called the alumni card. We talked about it in an episode. It hasn't been released oh, yet. Oh yeah, the alumni, you have the alumni card. card, right? That's if good. you've had a relationship with someone, like you had a connection, and you that you can go back to that. It's like going back to your old college. Oh, I really like that. The alumni you get to card. go back. But do you find that the sex is as good the second time, anyway? Sometimes, yeah. That's never. I'm as not good as, as sex oriented anymore. I'm an older gentleman. Really, right? says a 69 guy. Really, <laughs> 69 is fun. No, it's bullshit. No, it's cool. The millennials don't do it. You can teach them. Christina, <laughs> where can people find out more about you other than uh, on your hashtag fitness guru? Um, I am a fitness guru. Um, check out my fitness guru <laughs> stories at Walking Sauce. So it's, you know, walk in sauce, like spaghetti sauce. It's a play on my last name, Christina Walkinshaw. And by at Walkin' Sauce on everything, on Twitter, on Instagram, even on Tumblr, if anybody's still on there. I guess I'm on LinkedIn. I think I'm on MySpace. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to add you on LinkedIn. And then uh, other than that, I don't know. I like to hang out the Red Door in Toluca Lake. <laughs> Find me there. <laughs> Find me there. Find her there pushing off guys trying to PDA her. Oh, my God. No PDA, but I love the pizza. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Christina, for another amazing episode of Singles Only Podcast. I have so much fun when we do it's this. It's always so fun. And thank you all for listening. Please subscribe if you haven't already. Check out our sponsors and, and write us if you have questions that you want to ask people or uh, concerns about the stuff that we're bringing up or if you want to join RCM. <laughs>